Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aesthetic Coaches Corner. My name is George Scandalis, and you are listening to your next 15 minutes of business coaching advice in the cosmetic medicine space. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, doctor, staff member, nurse, esthetician, administrator, accounting person, anything and everything in between that works in this industry, you are going to find advice on this podcast that's going to help you grow your business and make you better in your field. I've got the crew of coaches with me, the best of the best. I'm going to start with my main man here, Nathan Strom from The Revenue Doctors. How are you, buddy? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. That wasn't a very exciting good man. Are you Are you blasé today? Are you calm? What are we going to get from you today? Any swearing? I might blow up today. You never know. You never know, depending on the topic. All right. Well, let's get to the bitchin' beautician, Lisa Krause. How are you doing, baby? I'm doing so well. Always my best times with uh, with my coaches. Oh, I like that, Lisa. Ready kissing butt. We haven't started. I like it. All right. And I've got my favorite couple from the U.S., the power couple, the very successful Nick and Steph to verdict. How are you guys doing? We're doing, doing awesome. awesome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes. We miss you guys when we're not together. I know. I want to get together again. Vegas is so much fun. You so know? much fun. We got to do that. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But if so you want to next podcast, we might, so we, can, we might release some juicy tidbits. So we can't tell that story about Nick in Vegas. <laughs> Nathan, stop Not that. tonight. Not tonight. Nathan, be a good boy. Be a good boy, Nathan. All right. Well, I have the distinct honor of moderating this episode this week. And we are going to cover a user-submitted topic. And it's a hard one, guys. This was a real tough one. So I'm kind of happy to be moderating. But the topic is coming from, I'm assuming it's a nurse uh, in the industry. It's nurses that want to get into this industry, newbies. And I think you can apply to nurses or estheticians. How do they get into this industry? How are they going to be given a chance? Because so many businesses are not hiring people that are brand spanking you. So... I want to hear what the coaches have to say on how to advise these nurses because, you know, it is um, it's a tough topic. And I, I think it's only fair um, that I I start with, you know, my favorite of the bunch, um, Lisa Krause. <laughs> no! 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 I, I was think it's also no, appropriate no, no, because no, no. you know what? I'm a super master injector of, of all of us. She's lived, eat, breathe this world for right. Long, so long. I want to say everybody that Nathan actually asked me off camera to go first on the topic. So um, <laughs> I want to prove to everybody that I don't have favoritism, and I you can't pay me off, Nathan Strom. You cannot pay me off. And you, you know what I was about to say on this podcast that I just run around in this show of the Revenue Doctors. You're the one that owns the show. But I'm not going to say it. And I was going to turn around and tell you how beautiful you look tonight, George, but I'm not going to say that either. The way that it's, the way that it's said is she runs the show. I run oh, around in it. Oh, sorry, Nick. Sorry. Nick. You got, and this is why I'm not letting you go first, Nate, because you just don't have the language right down packed. If you had said it right from the beginning – I would have been like, babe, yeah, you can go first. I'll, I'll <laughs> you know, but um, no, I, the reason I'm picking Lisa is Lisa's got a background in injectables. Nick mentioned it. Like she was, 
She's an injectable guru and business development person right in injectable. So she's seen this a thousand and one times. And I feel that it's such a hard topic that she'll give us some advice that we can all kind of um, expand on. Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You just just thrown her a hospital pass. Right. Um, I would say that first things first is when you're getting into this industry, um, really take your training from somewhere that's really reputable. And because that's going to show up on your, your CV, your resume, you want to make sure that you've taken enough training, uh, to be considered. And so something like a weekend course, uh, I think we've mentioned it in past episodes. I'm sure we have that is entry level and not enough. And so if you want to be considered, uh, to be a viable candidate, I would recommend, uh, making sure that you can get enough education behind you to support, um, to support being a, a candidate that would be a front runner. Um, another couple things I would suggest is really, once you've got that resume and you've got some of that experience, making sure that in the courses that you take, uh, the models that you're using, make sure that you get their consent to use their before and after so that you can at least have something to present to uh, with your, your CV that you can show, you know, this is the work I have done. I might not have done a lot of work yet, but this is something that, you know, this is my work right now. And obviously I, there's room for improvement or whatever, but this is what I bring to the table. So if you can show a before and after that you've done in your early training, that would be helpful. That's and, a phenomenal idea. Yeah. Phenomenal uh, idea. I yeah, love that. Yeah. 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 Just so you can, you can have some you know, proof. Obviously, we talked in a previous episode about how important before and afters are. Uh, This would be a great place to use those. Uh, And I think probably the biggest thing once you've got those is your presentation. So looking the part when you're going in to take in a resume, Uh, you want to look the part. That's going to be something huge. You go in with a great attitude, enthusiasm, excited to learn, and and make sure that you list courses that you've enrolled in to show that even that you haven't taken them, these are the conferences I'm going to. This is the extra education I'm going to acquire. And maybe even offer to do some free job shadowing if, if they, you know, have you do some work for a couple of weeks or bring in some models. I think you need to be open. Um, you, you know, Beggars can't be choosers. And so I think you need to offer whatever you can and come to the plate, uh, looking your best and bringing your best work, even if it's not a lot of work. We can't hear you, George. Sorry, there you go. I'm just going to come out and say, Lisa, that I don't feel this was your most um, strong and direct answer you've ever given on any podcast. I feel like you were you were kind of looking to almost watch what you say exactly on this one, because it's such a hard topic to answer 100%. And I, I, I'm sorry, I threw you right at you first, but I thought you would have the best advice to go with. And you even are at a crossroads with how to answer this one, I feel. And yeah, you know, I, I can't wait to hear what the other coaches are going to say. I already know some stuff I want to say. So I'm going to throw over to Nathan now, Nathan, I'm going to give you a chance. And I don't mean to call you out like that, Lisa, I'm saying it like, it is a hard topic to answer. And I know there's a lot of people out there listening, waiting for this golden ticket advice. And it's, there's no right or wrong in this, but Nate, go ahead. So just to give listeners a little bit of a background, we only decided to do this topic about five minutes ago, so we haven't really prepared for it. But while Lisa was talking, I started writing some notes and 
I get emailed a lot from nurses wanting to come into the industry and I just sort of put myself, I, I just started to think about it a little bit more. And what I would say to nurses who are looking to get into this industry, I'm not interested in a nurse who's been working in a hospital as a nurse coming into my clinic, coming into a clinic that I work with or a, an account that I work with, because I don't think they're going to add any value. But I would be interested in a nurse that went out into the industry, um, did a lot of courses, did a lot of networking, got a lot of knowledge, but then got a job in industry, maybe selling skincare or selling energy devices and worked for a good three to five years in the industry that way and then wanted to come into my clinic and start learning to inject or use energy devices because from that point of view, I know that those energy device reps, those skincare reps, they work very, very hard in the industry. They learn about the industry. They get to become one with the industry. Also, the companies that they're working for are normally pharmaceutical uh, companies that have amazing training programs. And the other thing is if you're working for those companies, you need to know how to sell. So if you're successful in those companies and you can sell, if I'm bringing in an educated nurse that knows about the industry and has spent five to 10 years in the industry and can sell, then I'm interested in my physician teaching you how to inject. So I think that's probably the angle I would be going in it from a nurse. And to be honest, if you go in it from that angle as a nurse, you'll probably make so much money if you're good at it, working in energy devices or skincare that you won't want to bother getting into injecting. So it's a, it's a win-win no matter what way you go. Mm. Um, because a nurse that can sell in this industry is hot property. I think we should do a whole episode on firing nurses that don't sell skincare and laser. <laughs> I would yeah. love to do yeah, yeah. You, If you fire half the people that are out there that are just, oh, I only do injectables and they don't sell skincare, they don't sell lasers, we're opening a lot of job opportunity for these new nurses that want to come in. So yeah. we can get to another episode on that. Thank you, Nathan, for that. Nick and Steph, who wants to go first? So this is going to go back to some of our previous podcasts, which, by the way, if you've not listened to uh, some of our <laughs> podcasts, make sure you listen to them wherever your favorite podcasts are. We need, um, a, t- we need a T-shirt for that as well, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, it's going to go back to, I mean, you're running a business because when you get into I- injecting, you, you're, uh, you're becoming an entrepreneur whether your name is over, over the door or not because you're an artist at the end of the day and you really own somebody's face, right? So even if you leave that clinic, they're going to follow you. If you figure somebody's face out, it is terrifying to be injected by somebody new and start all over. Absolutely terrifying. So the reason why I bring this up is you need to treat this like you're starting a business. And in the beginning, you're going to have to claw and scratch. You're going to have, you're going to take a hit from what you were taking at the hospital, take a hit from what you're taking at some uh, pediatric, whatever that you want to get out of, right? Insurance based, at least in the U S the nurses are sick and tired of being sick and tired and working their butts off. And they want to do something fun, something that's rewarding. And this industry is that, but it's not easy to get into, which is why this is such a tricky, tricky topic to discuss, right? And I do want to tell the viewers, we listen to you. So even if we don't have the right answer, 
we're still going to talk about it to the best of our capabilities. We're going to help you. We're not going to dodge topics that you send us, even if we don't necessarily want to talk about it. Uh, Cause we had kind of a powwow for five minutes before we started this going, man, this is tricky, right? So uh, please send us what you want to learn about. We'll give you the best answer. But my best answer is you're going to have to start kind of from scratch and shadow some doctors, shadow some people that you respect, if you can even get that, uh, get in the door. But if you can get the certification, so show somebody that you're hungry, because I don't want to hire somebody that's not going to hustle, right? So somebody that is ready to get in there, sell, make money, start from scratch, start somewhere where they might be a bit overqualified in terms of their education and some of their medical background, but they're willing to uh, claw up and start at the bottom and really learn everything. I mean, that that's really the only thing that would, I think that would be the best way for somebody to start because you're starting your own business because these, cl- these clients are going to stick with you most likely. Um, well, and I also think just to add to that, if you're looking to get into a nurse injector position and you have zero experience, but you do have great, um, great training, like Lisa mentioned, uh, you might want to consider, and you might have to consider starting in a different area of the business, whether it's, you know, doing laser treatments, getting certified in lasers, getting certified in some other Avenue, but I would be sure that you're, if that's something that you're passionate about and you really want to do the injections, um, make sure you're picking a clinic where you can shadow and understudy somebody who is doing them because then naturally just by being there and in the environment, you'll be learning a lot from that person. But also sometimes a good opportunity is staff. I mean, staff are always looking to get these treatments. And if you can treat a couple of the staff, obviously, you know, for free and maybe they pay for the product just so that you can show ownership and show management and show whomever it is that you're working with, that you can do a good job and people are happy. That might be a way to kind of get your foot in the door with getting and expanding your role within a clinic. Yeah. I want to expand a little bit um, on that. I mean, you're vastly superior in every way, but I want to add a little bit uh, (laughs) on that where when, when you are treating somebody in a laser energy device, um, treatment, you have their full undivided attention for upwards of an hour, right? So if you're doing a CO2 laser treatment, or if you're doing, um, something where you have somebody where you need to talk anesthesia them anyways, and you'd be like, Oh my gosh, you know, have raise your eyebrows, whatever. Have you ever done, you know, um, any injections, you can actually build an entire patient base, uh, for your injecting. If the clinic will let you do it, I would let somebody come in if they're trained and certified and they can completely generate their own patients out of what we have. I mean, that that's going back to, I want somebody that's ready to hustle, right? I want somebody that wants to get in this business, own it, get into it. That might be a good way. Can I just, can, can I just add to that as well? I think people, a lot, um, people look at this industry and, and see like the success of some people in this industry and think that they just got that success overnight. And I think a lot of people are wanting to jump on the coattails of people that have done that. These, these nurses that have been injecting for many years and have built up a client base, they are very good at what they do. And it's, it's an art. Like it's not something that you can just go to a weekend course. We've, we've talked about that. And I think it's, it's, it's so important that if you want to get into this industry as a newcomer, 
even if you're working for someone else, the best people in this industry are the people that look at themselves as entrepreneurs, even though they're getting paid by someone else. And I, I think you have to have the balls to go out there and grab things by the scruff of the neck in life in general, but only the toughest will survive in this industry. And I, I really mean that. Like, this is a dog-eat-dog world, and, yeah, there's a lot of success, but there's also a lot of failure as well in this industry. And I think um, if you're not prepared to eat, drink, and live this thing, you're going to fail. So uh, I'm going to touch base quickly on my thoughts before I throw it back to you guys to close. I think one of the biggest elephants in the room we haven't discussed is really one of the reasons why they're not getting hired. And it's not just lack of experience. Okay. It is one, they're going to a weekend course. There's not enough training in a weekend course to address it. Nathan, I'm going to say quickly, since we're running out of time, I don't agree with you that I wouldn't hire somebody that's worked in a hospital setting. It depends what department in the hospital you've worked in. If you've worked in Emerge and ICU and any of those quick places where you need to make very quick decisions on your feet, I know that you will be able to handle complications when you're injecting, and I want you to be able to be quick and think fast when you're in that situation. But a weekend course is not going to teach you enough about the complications that can happen. But the biggest elephant in the room that we haven't touched base on is what we advise in coaches to business. Bringing in someone new, you are going to invest a vast amount of training into them. And they are going to become experts in their field. And they're going to grow every single day they work at your clinic. And then what ends up happening in a lot of those cases is these nurses see how much money they're bringing in as a number to the business. And they get a big inflated ego and they walk out on that business, steal all the clients and open a new business. So it's created a cycle of distrust. If you are new and you want to get into this industry, I am the number one person that is willing to give someone completely green and someone new an opportunity to come work for me or work in my practice. I don't care if you've never injected before, because once upon a time, I had never consulted before. I had never treated a patient before. And somebody out there gave me a chance. And I'm big on this. And I think the more successful you get in any line of work, it is a responsibility of yours to mentor and give people an opportunity out there. However, there has to be a sense of that loyalty returned. So if someone's been kind enough to give you an opportunity and grow with you, create a plan. Create a plan where maybe there's some sweat equity. There's maybe some class A shares that are shared between you. So as you grow with the business, you become more invested in it. Create a security plan where if someone's investing all that training and opportunity in you, you're not going to walk out in a year and take 50% of their clients with you. Because I've seen it happen a dozen times before, at least a dozen times before, and all the other times we don't talk about. Now, on the flip side of that, I'm not opposed to anybody becoming their own entrepreneur. But if I'm going to give you an opportunity and give you a chance to work in this industry as someone new, and I'm going to grow and develop you, I really want to know that you're in this for the long run. I don't let everybody into my house and I don't let everybody sit at my dinner table with me. And if I do, I expect that if we've broken bread, that some days you're going to feed me and I'm going to feed you and it's going to be a long-term relationship. But the one thing that I am really want people to rebuttal on when they're going in for these opportunities and they're new, number one, if you're a business owner, meet everyone, interview everyone. 
even the resumes that look like crap. I don't care if you know how to write a resume. I care if you know how to inject. And I care about your personality. And I won't be able to know that 100% from paper. So I'm sorry. Your resume might be shit, but I'm still going to meet with you. And I'll know in the first five minutes if I want another five minutes with you. That's number one. Number two, if you're coming to my business and you have zero experience, make sure you have a plan to make me feel secure about how you're going to train, learn, grow, and bring loyalty to my business long-term that's going to make me want to invest that in you. If you think that you are good enough to be hired by anyone, the flip side of that coin is you are then good enough to start your own business and do this on your own. Go out and find yourself a medical director and start building a small client base while you work at a hospital or another job and develop your own business. I think you will find it grossly satisfying. And after a year or two years of doing that, you will know, do you want all the complications of overhead or do you just want to work somewhere, go in, do your job and leave? And it is okay to be on either side of that fence, but you got to decide where you start day one. And if you want to come with me with no experience, have a rebuttal to make me feel secure in hiring you and investing in you. We are at 15 minutes. Does anybody want to say anything for a few seconds before we wrap it up? Hands up. That was fire. Yeah, that was fire, right? But I think no one's talking about that. As business owners, we don't we don't trust nurses anymore. I'm sorry, and I know nurses out there are like, "What are you saying, George?" It's true. I want to trust you. I want to bring you in, and I want you with me long term. You know what? You just brought something up that happened to us two years ago. We sent somebody to fill for filler training in another state, four thousand dollars, and three months later, no, literally, she came back and she's like. I didn't, I don't want to do that. Like she was freaked out by it. And three months later she quit. Did she go start her own business though? She was part-time with us, part-time with her other clinic. So long, she, yeah. long story short, she took the patients. Yeah. Okay. So see, that's a problem for me. Number one, if you're sending anybody out for training, and this is for the clinic owners, you got to have a comprehensive plan, what that training is worth and how much time is attached to it, or they got to pay you back. In fact, what I like is that they pay for it. And if they've stayed for two years or three years longer, then I'll reimburse them at the end of the year, which is something I'm totally pro about. But we see this all the time. So there's created this, this habit or a cycle of distrust between clinic owners and nurse cosmetic injectors. That unless you're, you know, you're a doctor that's doing the injecting and you're just so busy, you need more people in the clinic and you're not too worried about maybe taking a 25 or 50% hit on your injectable database. It's a very big ask of someone to let them in your business. Plus their medical license is on the line. They're your medical director. Their insurance is on the line. There's a lot there guys. So nurses, if you're new and you're listening Try to find a way to rebuttal any of the concerns that are not being talked about in that interview. Come with a plan. Show that you are invested in growing someone's business because they're invested in you and propose a security plan for them. You know, with, what a is, with a contract, what is me starting with you as a value look like? Is it $100,000 if I leave before three years? Is it, you know, what is that training worth? So that I feel secure that at least I know I have a three-year plan with you that's valued at this much, and I'm going to invest in you. You're going to grow with me. I'm going to give you an opportunity because it's my responsibility to grow new people in this industry, but I know that it's not going to hurt my business and everything I've developed to give you a chance. We agree? Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Now, that being said, business owners, there's some really brand new nurses out there that are artists, that are super talented, that are dying to find an opportunity. So let me just finish with closing again. Please, it is your responsibility to meet everyone. Everyone deserves a shot somewhere. Okay? Some people are brutal and they shouldn't be doing this because not everything is for everyone. But you won't know that until you meet someone. And sorry, resumes on paper... They just don't do it for me. I think everybody lies on a resume too. That's a whole other topic. We can do a whole issue on that. But, you know, and references. Oh, the biggest bullshit in the industry. You know, I think I put Nathan down for all my references. He does three different voices and it works, you know? So, like, come on. So, meet with everyone, guys. Everyone deserves it. We all started somewhere. You know, we didn't become successful in one day. I'm going to start putting Nick to verdict down for my references. Oh, you're never going to get a job. <laughs> Let me tell you about how passionate about this man I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I would love it. Uh, what's that new term? He's vastly superior to me. Yeah. That's the new, that's the new one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. I'm closing today with, you know, Give everyone a shot at becoming successful. That is the only advice I can give you because once upon a time, someone believed in you somewhere, somehow. And um, the best thing you can do for new nurses, new staff, new experiences is to refer them to listen to the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter because we're not only covering your concerns, we're covering theirs. Get on our social channels, reach out to us, ask us a piece of advice. In fact, you never know. Ask us if we know anybody that might be hiring or willing to give you a shot because we will refer you. You can find us at Nathan Strom. He's the studly one tall with the sexy accent from New Zealand. Also, you can find him on The Revenue Doctors, where you get to see a beautiful picture of me, and you can follow me at the underscore skin underscore guy. Of course, if you want someone that has a lot more experience in injectable background, then you want to ask her something, you go over to Lisa Krause, the bitchin' beautician. And if you want to know... Anything about being in an operation, ground level and up, whether you're administration, esthetician, accounting, marketing, whatever it might be, reach out to the Tavertic, Steph and Nick Tavertic on on Instagram. Don't forget to listen to all our episodes because I will find out. And if I'm going to sit here and defend you and give you an opportunity, you better be giving my podcast an opportunity, all 20 plus episodes. Thank you for listening to the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. Next week, we're going to have another hot topic for you. This week, I feel like we didn't swear. Did we swear? No. Yes, you swore, George. Oh, no. I did? Swear. I didn't think I swore this oh, one. I was very was good. good. I was a good boy, Steph. I was oh, a good... I'm going to get a treat. I think Nathan swore on this one. We'll find out when he goes to edit the episode. And just so people know, we don't actually edit. We just put a little music. We do a little yeah. thing. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't call what I do editing, George. <laughs> <laughs> What is exactly you do, Nathan? What does he do? I just cut it at the start, cut it at the end, throw some throw some music and a few sprinkles on top, and then post it. Look at you, Nathan. You're just yeah. all sprinkles and glitter and fun uh, stuff. I love it. I love it, Nathan. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to Set of Coaches Quarter. You'll catch us next week. Talk soon.